Welcome to Beacon Baptist Church of Lexington, South Carolina. We trust today's podcast will be a blessing to you. It's a joy to be here tonight. Amen. I hope you are excited to be here as much as I am. Y'all pray for me though. I I went old school and wrote it down. So (laughs) as Brother Kyle would uh, say. Anyway, um, if you have your Bibles, uh, we're going to be in Matthew chapter 6. And if you were here last Wednesday, you heard what verse has been on my heart. And I want to do the best to obey what the Lord wants me to do. For that's all that matters is what He wants us to do. Amen. So, but Matthew chapter 6. And if you're able, we'll stand for the reading of the Word of God and we'll pray and then you can be seated. But Matthew chapter 6 verse 25. Let me flip over to the right page. Amen. It says... Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat, or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body. I think, let's see, nope, we're good, okay, sorry. Um, Or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body, what ye shall put on, is not the life more than meat, and the body than raiment. Verse 26, Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they toll not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knoweth that ye what that ye have need of all these things. Verse 33, it says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God, and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Let's pray. Our Father, we're thankful for the time that you have given to us to, to be here. And Lord, we pray for our pastor as he is away. I pray that you will protect them and uh, just use them for your honor and for your glory as they are away. But Father, we pray and we're thankful that uh, you can be with them and you can be here with us, Father. And we're, we pray that you will help us tonight as we look into your word, as we look at various uh, passages in your word. I pray, Father, Lord, that your, your will be done. I pray something said tonight will be a help and a benefit to someone here. I pray, Father Lord, that you'll forgive me sin, empty of myself, Lord, and fill me with the Spirit. That way I can preach what, I, what we have studied. And I, I pray, Lord, that you would just use me for your honor, for your glory. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. 
By way of introduction, we're just uh, one chapter away from the end of Christ's Sermon on the Mount That in these uh, three chapters. Uh, chapter 5, um, he, he taught on various subjects and topics, and he began by telling us that nine times blessed are. And, and it is blessed are our attitude towards ourselves. Uh, that's my point. But blessed are the poor in spirit. And we need, we need to be humble. We need to have a correct estimate uh, of ourselves of yourself. Amen. Romans 12, 3. And y'all have to bear with me tonight because usually I type out a lot of my uh, uh, references, but I have not memorized them all. But uh, I want to read uh, read most of them. Miss Wanda's the only one that's lucky enough that has a cheat sheet, though. Uh, <laughs> but Romans chapter 12, I mean, that's a familiar verse, and uh, we, pro so, uh, we probably can quote it, but Excuse me. I just don't want to misquote it because when I get up here I get nervous though. Chapter 12, verse 3, it says, For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according, according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of his faith. So uh, he talks in chapter 5 of Matthew, Blessed are the poor in spirit. We need to be humble. We need to uh, have a correct estimate of ourselves. Uh, and it, it, doesn't, it doesn't mean to be poor spirited as uh, uh, people may think it is, but it is being honest with ourselves for we know we know ourselves if you understand what I'm trying to say but we know we know ourselves better than anybody here in this room uh, and if we know ourselves and we need to try and be humble or we need to humble ourselves we need to try to be, be what we can for the glory of God amen so uh, we see uh, in chapter 5 we, he goes down uh, and just to mention the, the next few of them but blessed are they that mourn so our attitude for ourselves needs to be right and keep in mind we're talking about seek ye first and keeping things first in your life and keeping God first amen so just keep that in mind as we go through some of these things but our attitude towards sin needs to be right so blessed are they that mourn so we mourn over sin and we despise it at least I hope we do and, uh, and we need to see sin as God God sees sin uh, and trust uh, and treat sin, treat sin as God treats it. And we, we all know how uh, God treats sin. He, he doesn't like any of it. Amen. He loves the sinner but hates the sin. So if we try to we try to cover our sin and defend our sin, we definitely we definitely have the wrong attitude towards sin. So we, we need to uh, we need to treat it as God would treat it. And, and we, we go down and uh, the keep going down in chapter five. It said the next one uh, in chapter Chapter five: Blessed are the meek. And, and uh, if you don't know what meek, me meek means, it's just mild of temper, soft, not easily provoked. Is a, a couple of the definitions. So, uh, to, but to be meek is not just to be weak. I mean, people think if you're meek and you're soft-spoken or um, uh, just have a mild temper that you you can be pushed over on. Uh, that's not the case. Y'all know me, don't you? Um, <laughs> Because I would like to think that I am. I'm very soft-spoken, usually, until I'm in the pulpit. Um, but I, I let people say what they want to to me. It doesn't bother me. It runs right off my back because, it, to me, it doesn't bother me. But need to be meek. But we need to stand up for ourselves. Amen. So to be meek is not to be weak. The Bible tells us that Moses was meek. Numbers 12, 3 tells us that. And Jesus also was meek. It says, for I was... you." Uh, I'm meek and lowly. Uh, I don't want to misquote. And so let me see. It's in Matthew 11:29. But let's see here real quick. 
11.29, it says, Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek. That's as Jesus speaking. He says, I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your soul. So if Moses was meek and Jesus was meek, I think he might want us to be a little meek. Amen. So uh, we need to keep those in mind. So, And we see next that blessed are they which hung, do hunger and thirst after righteousness. And just uh, going down, we see... Uh, number three, we need to make sure that uh, our attitude, so we, all, we saw first that our attitude towards ourselves needs to be correct, and our attitude towards sin needs to be correct, but we, our attitude towards the Savior needs to be correct. Uh, and it says uh, later in chapter 5, it says, Blessed are the merciful. So uh, we experience God's uh, God mercy when we trust Christ. Amen. Amen. Ephesians chapter 2, and verse uh, 4 through 7. Ephesians 2, 4 through 7 says, But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead to sin, dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace ye are saved, and hath raised up his, uh, us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us through Jesus Christ. So, we experience God's mercy when we trust in Christ. Amen. So, uh, next we see that blessed are the pure in heart. Uh, he gives, uh, Acts 15, 9 talks about giving us a clean heart. Uh, blessed and blessed are the peacemakers. Uh, Romans 5, 1. Romans 5, chapter 1 says that uh, we therefore being justified by faith we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ so uh, having received his mercy we then can begin to share that mercy that God gives us I believe with others uh, we try to keep our hearts pure so we can see Christ in our lives today amen so, so not only does our attitude for ourselves need to be correct and our attitude towards sin and our attitude towards the Savior but our attitude towards the world needs to be correct. Amen. The Bible says in John, uh, John 15, verses 18 through 20. Y'all know me. I always have a lot of references. So, um, But John 15, 18 through 20, it says, If the world hates you, ye know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love his own. But because ye are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hateth you. Remember the world that I said unto you, The servant is not greater than his Lord. If they have persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they have kept my saying, they will keep yours also. So we see here, um, Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake. Uh, in the world we live today, it's, it's, it's not easy uh, to be dedicated or holy uh, uh, to God. Amen. Because uh, we, 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 our, feelings, our feelings get hurt for, uh, and for some reason. But in the world we live in today, it's not easy to be dedicated. And Christians, uh, we ought to, but we ought to be in this world. We ought to be dedicated to Christ. Uh, he did so much for us. Uh, why, why can't we do what little bit He wants us to? He's just using us. We just may as well just let Him use us. Amen. The world is not uh, the world is not a friend of God, as the Bible, as we just read. It's not a friend of God. They hate us because they hate Him. So we need to keep that in mind. Amen. So if if we want to be blessed and do as the as the Word of God teaches us, uh, 
we need we need to keep these things in mind. Amen. Uh, Jesus then goes on in, in the chapter 5 to let us know that ye are the salt of the earth and we, we are the influence of the world. And I don't know about you, but I think that we have lost our savor as the Bible talks about. Uh, we are not, we, we no longer influence people the, one, the way we once did back in the days as you hear the preachers preach on the sin but preachers don't preach on sin anymore for some reason. Um, they they all want, always want to uh, preach uh, everybody loves everybody and you can't do no wrong and they all, they're in it for the money. Amen? And that's not why I'm in it. I, I want to do what the Lord wants to do and the, as what the Lord wants to do is to seek and to save that which is lost. Amen? So we see that uh, we 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 are the influence of the world, uh, we and we ought to we ought to be that way. Amen. I'm gonna do something a little different. Sorry. He he then goes on to gives us some uh, some standards to live by in chapter five. As you as you would if you kept reading uh, in Matthew chapter five, uh, he talks about thou thou shalt not kill, and whoever whoever is angry with his brother without a cause is in danger of the judgment. That's Matthew five twenty four. Uh, but we'll mention more about that later because that's uh, that's coming up later. Amen. <laughs> But but we can go on and on in the, in in Matthew five and Matthew six and seven. We can preach message after message on all that is in those verses. But uh, where where our text is, Matthew chapter six, verse thirty three, the verse that uh, the Lord has put on my heart. This phrase, but seek ye first, Amen. It says, seek ye first. And it's a verse we've heard time and time again. It's a, it's a popular verse. Um, and I, as I said last Wednesday, I was listening to one of my favorite preachers preach from this text. And, and he preached on uh, Seek Ye First. And I, I, I did not uh, listen to all his whole message and write down everything he said. I didn't do that, I promise. But I, he had some great ideas and some great thoughts that I, I did uh, uh, use some of his text that he did use. But I, I, I pray that I can express on my heart that the Lord has put on me this thought the best I can. But we see here that that phrase, as I said, that phrase stuck out to me, and it, and it's just a great phrase, seek ye first. And oftentimes we as Christians, we don't seek Him first. We, we know who we seek first is us. We, we always put our, ourselves first. Um, if Christ did that, if He put Himself first, He wouldn't have went to the cross, amen? But He didn't put Himself first, He put us first. And I'm thankful for that. Thankful He put us first. We were on His mind when He was on the cross. And before that, he, even before He got to the cross, He was on our, we were on His mind. Amen. So, and keep, keep that in mind. Uh, seek ye first. And, and, and this might not go over too well, but that includes before family, before friends, before finances, before fun. And yes, that includes vacation. Amen. Uh, I uh, at one point in my life, I did plan. I did. I went on vacation when I wanted to. Uh, I mean, I was I, as I said, I was looking out for me number one. Uh, at least that's what I think of myself. Amen. Uh, but I thought that would make some people laugh. It didn't. <laughs> that did though. <laughs> but. The more that I want to do what God wants me to do, I have, and I surrender to preach, and I have, 
I have a beautiful wife and beautiful kids that look just like my wife. But anyway, um, that's a good thing. I'd rather them look like uh, her than me, amen? Because you got a beard. Uh, but anyway, we uh, we the started that we started to rearrange uh, how our thoughts were on vacation and uh, brother Montgomery uh, he he and pushed it on me not really pushed it on me but he encouraged us all the all the time that when we plan vacations we need to plan it around the church schedule and that's what I decided to do. Um, not telling you to do the same. I would encourage you to do the same. I mean, the uh, pastor would love all of us people to be at church all the time, but um, that's between you and the Lord. Amen. But we need, we need to keep our focus correct. We need to seek ye first. We need to seek him first. Uh, you, I'll, I'll say that uh, plenty of times in this to keep it in your mind. Amen. Seek ye first. That's, but we, uh, we see that, uh, let's see. I jumped ahead of myself a little bit, but let's see. God, God demands uh, that w that He should be first in our lives. Amen. He He did so much for us that He He should not be second in our lives. Amen. Uh, uh, he, and often He is second. We 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 uh, put God in the back seat, and so to speak, and we just go the way we want to go, and we do what we want to do, not thinking and in, taking into consideration what God wants for our lives. Amen. So we need we need to keep God first, and and the sooner that we we do that, the and the sooner we realize that the, the better off our lives will be. Amen. He'll he'll. So we come we come to this text, and I begin to think about all the first that all the first that happens in one's life. Um, a lot of these firsts might not be exciting for you, but. The first time you lose a tooth as a kid, you're always excited to lose a tooth because you put the uh, put the tooth under the pillow, and magic money appeared under there for some reason. Amen. But I don't know why we ever did that, but that's just what we do. So first time you lose a tooth, first time you drive a car, the first time visiting another country, uh, and. Uh, the wife's trying to get me to go out, well, was trying to get me to go out the country a long time ago, but I don't know about doing that anymore uh, with everything going on. But visiting other countries, uh, being on a boat, first time, uh, uh, first time uh, starting your job. Uh, and I can remember my job, my first job was uh, at Chick-fil-A, as uh, some, some of y'all might have been. But it, it was a fun job. It taught me a lot. And they worked around my ch school schedule because at that time I was at, in Tabernacle going to school at night. So I was thankful for that. First time buying a car. I can remember my first car was a, I think it was a 1989 or 99 Buick LeSabre. That thing was really long, but it was nice. <laughs> Amen. It rode very smooth. And it, when, it, when it was paid off, my taxes were not much at all, so I wish I could go back. But anyway, we, I remember, remember that, remember uh, camping the first time, remember my first pet, uh, remember my first home, which was over there in Savannah Hills Drive. And, and we loved, me and my wife, we loved that home, but um, the Lord had other plans for us at the time we moved away. But that was our first home, and we, we enjoyed, it, enjoyed that. But as, as a family, our first home is where we live now, and it's the first home we got to pick together. And, and I'm thankful for that home because it's, uh, it's where, where she's at, amen. Where my kids are, it's where God put us and gives us two, uh, two acres of land. And now if we can just keep all the kids from 
walking and down the road at late hours of the night trying to knock on our door will be fine, which they haven't done it recently uh, because of me. But anyway, I won't get into any details of that, but it did involve uh, my shotgun I have. So, <laughs> but they haven't been back since, praise the Lord. So, but we, we also remember our baby's first steps, and I can remember Natalie's first steps. Uh, remember her first words, uh, uh, and I look forward to those with uh, Autumn and to our other kids that um, we will have if the Lord allows us to. But I look forward to those things, and you can remember those things. As parents, you can go through your kids' lives and remember their first, first time they... Uh, touch the light socket that they don't need to touch uh, and things like that but you, all those first those, those things come to mind uh, but and then I got thinking a little ser more serious our first time testifying uh, in church and to me I still get nervous with this one but but God tells us let the redeemed of the Lord say so amen uh, Psalms 107 verse 2 tells us uh, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. And if you haven't testified recently, I mean, that's between you and the Lord. But the Bible does say, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. And that involves speaking. But um, that those things, those are good things. Because people can get saved off of testimonies. You don't know, we don't know what people are going through in their life. And something that you've gone through may help somebody. Amen? Um, same, same with this one. But uh, remember the first time being asked to pray. Uh, I don't know exactly everything that was said, but uh, it, I was at, we were asked to pray, and who knows? But you get nervous when the first time you do it in public. But the Bible sa says we are to always be able to pray. Luke 18.1 teaches, uh, teaches us that. Um, also, my first time preaching, I, I definitely remember that one. But uh, I, try, I try my best to just, now I just try my best just to follow what God wants me to do and follow uh, and, and to, to study and to show myself approved as Second Timothy 2.15 tells us. And, and that's what every preacher should desire. That's what every stu uh, student of the Word of God should, des should desire is to study to show thyself approved. Amen. So uh, as, aside from that, uh, I, I thought, uh, it's like, well, um, Maybe, maybe some famous first, uh, first that happened in the world. And unfortunately, when I went to this website, the first one I come across said 1.2 million years ago. So I immediately said, well, I can't use this because we know the world is not 1.2 million years old. Amen. But th they, what they said was it was uh, the first man-made fire. I was like, well, it didn't happen 1.2 million years ago. So I started to get looking in the Bible for the first time you see fire. And it's mentioned uh, in Genesis 19.24, um, where, where God uh, rained fire and brimstone on Sodom and Gomorrah. Um, but it's like I remember uh, burnt offerings in the Bible before that. So in order to have a burnt offering, you have to have fire. So and then this talks about Genesis 8.20 is the first time I can find it. And that's where Noah... Uh, no, that uh, talks about Noah offering burnt offerings unto the Lord, but um, that was just uh, food for thought. I thought it was interesting, and I wanted to share that with you. Amen. Um, but as I was looking into all these firsts in my life, I began to notice that the majority of those firsts are always about me, and 
they usually are. I mean, if they're your first, of course they're going to. But to me, that shows that shows shows me that we we are a prideful people, and unfortunately, we we uh, always look out for us, which is I mean that's a good thing. We need to look out for ourselves, but we all almost always do what we want to do. And, and I'll, I'll I'll say this. Uh, if you're married, we better not always do what we want to do. Amen. We, 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 got, we have a spouse we need to put first. And if both spouse put each other first, then that's going to be a happy marriage. Amen. Because you're always constantly looking to do what your spouse wants to do. And, and that's a good thing. Amen. Ashley, amen. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, if you're... And if... <laughs> So we, we just need to put, we put each other first in our marriage. But this is true. It's true for any relationship, though. Uh, a relationship with your family, a relationship with your friends, a relationship with your spouse. If you put the other one first, it's going to be a good relationship. Amen. So if you, if you think, if you go have that logic, if we put God first, uh, our relationship with Him is going to be better uh, than what it is today if we're not putting Him first. Amen. So, most importantly, our relationship with God uh, ought to be correct by putting Him first in our life. Uh, let God be, con be in control. I, don't, I can't remember where I heard this from. I think Brother Gary told me. But let God be in control and watch everything else fall into place. That's a good saying. Uh, so, if we let Him in control and we get out of the way, let God just take care of it. Amen? I need to do some hurrying. But uh, seek ye first. Seek first means uh, it's a priority. It would be a priority in your life. Uh, usually, what is most important to you is on the first thing on your list. If you have a list of things, usually when the first thing is the most important one to you. Uh, I don't know many people that put last things unless you're trying to save something you that you like for last. But anyway, so we usually do the first thing first of what's most important and what's not was usually second and so on. But uh, I know if we do if we do not purpose in our heart uh, our, in our heart to serve God, I don't think it's going to happen. You, if you don't wake up in, each morning and want to do right and want to serve God, it's not you're just not going to decide to do it. You got to make those decisions for yourself each and every day. Daniel 1:8, uh, we know that verse is popular verse, but Daniel purposed in his heart uh, uh, not to defile himself. It was a priority to him, something he decided to put first. So we need. We need to put those things first. Amen. Uh, we're not, I don't believe we're going to wake up Sunday morning if we haven't decided, uh, thought about church all week. And if we're not going to wake up Sunday morning and decide that's like to go to church, if we don't purpose in our heart and it's not a priority to us, I don't. We, we, it's, we're not. It's not going to happen. Same goes. Same would go for Wednesday nights, revival meetings. Just any time the church doors are open at, at your local church, we we need to make priorities to be there. Amen. So seek ye first, not second. Um, if we seek those, th if we seek Him first, then then we can. And that are are the things that are temporal. Excuse me. Uh, this is a question. Are the things that are you seeking, are they temporal things? Are they temporary? Um, are, are, are they spiritual things? You know, just, just a question for you to think in your mind. Uh, God's given us our jobs. He's put us, uh, uh, and He could just as easily take those jobs away, amen, if we don't put them, keep them in the place that He needs to be. Our priorities need to be correct, and if, if they are, we, we may just end up being revived, amen. Uh, 
not by religion, no, because religion doesn't, doesn't do it. Religion, all religion wants to do is tell you to keep doing and keep doing and keep doing. But there's a Redeemer that has already done everything for us, and we just got to trust in Him. Amen. So before we can begin doing a work for Christ, what's, uh, you must first be born again. John chapter 3 tells us that. It says, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And what, what does our verse say? It says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God. So in order to do that, you have to be saved. Amen. So first things first is we have to, we have to be saved. So we must be born again. And if you're not, we, and you can be. And trust me, uh, the Bible is not willing that any man perish, but all come to repentance. Amen. Uh, today is the day of salvation as well. as The Bible tells us that in 2 Peter chapter 3. But let's look, let's look at Matthew, Matthew chapter 5. I'm going to try and hurry because i got a, a few minutes. Matthew chapter 5, verse 21 through 24. This might have to be a, a two-part message. Amen. Matthew 5, 21 through 24. It says, Ye have heard that it was said by them of old time, Thou shalt not kill, and whoever shall kill shall be in danger of the judgment. But I say unto you, that whosoever is angry with his brother without a call shall be in danger of the judgment. And whosoever shall say to his brother, Raka, shall be in danger of the council. But whosoever shall say, Thou fool, shall be in danger of the hell fire. Therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar, and there rememberest that thy brother hath aught against thee, Leave there thy gift before the altar, and go thy way. Notice the word. It says, First be reconciled to thy brother, and then come and offer thy gift. So to be reconciled with your brother ought to be a priority to us. Amen. If we're going to seek God. Amen. If we're going to have our priorities right, we need to, to seek Him. To seek Him first, we're going to have to make sure our, we're... we're um, reconciled to our brother uh, and God wants us to be because if we're not reconciled with our with our brother well, then we can't be in relationship with him as we ought to amen because the Bible is clear it says it says exactly what it says to leave thy gift there and first be reconciled to thy brother so we need to make sure that if if there's anything between one another we need to make sure we get those right amen In the matter of making sure that we're, we are right with our brother, uh, let's look at Matthew chapter 18. Um, let's see, Matthew chapter 18. I know this is a little different than how I normally, but thank you for your attention. Matthew 18, verses 15, it says, Moreover, if thy brother shall trespass against thee, go and tell him his fault between thee and him alone. If he shall hear thee, thou hast gained thy brother. But if he will not hear thee, then take with thee one or two more, that in the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may be established. And if he shall neglect to hear them, tell it to the church. But if he neglect to hear the church, let him be unto thee as the heathen man and a publican. So we see here that it's a priority to God, and it ought to be a priority to us to be reconciled with our brother so we can serve God. Amen. Uh, and I'm not saying he, anyone here is at odds with one another. I, I would hope not, but we. I would just want. I just want to preach what God has put on my heart to seek first. And in order to do that, we have to make sure these other things are done in order to seek Him. Amen. So we need to make sure we are right with our brother, so we can be right with Him. 
uh, a lot a lot of times uh, being right with each other is easier said than done uh, and uh, things happen uh, people get aggravated at one another and for some reason we like to hold on to those things but God wants us to be reconciled with each other amen and no no nothing in between a brother is 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 a uh, is enough to keep you from in relationship with Him. I don't believe anything would uh, be able to take that place. Amen. So we need to make sure we are right with each other. Let's see if if you can't if you can't get it right, just just do your part and let God handle the rest. Amen. If you've done every effort you can, then that's all you can do. You can't make somebody forgive you because um, at the end of the day. Their feelings and what they think is is what they think. You can't make anyone think anything different about you. So just just make sure we do our part in asking uh, to get things right and let God take care of the rest if they're not willing to do so. But we need to make sure we're right. Uh, we're first uh, saved, of course, and we're uh, right with our brother. And uh, if if you don't know of anything, the the psalmist uh, teaches us that to know my thoughts and search my heart. Psalms 139, verse 23 and 24 tell us that. So the Lord will often re recall to memory the things that you may have forgotten because we are human. We do forget things. But if the Lord recalls things to our mind, we need to make sure we get those things right then instead of waiting uh, till tomorrow or waiting until uh, waiting weeks from then. We need to get it right then so we can be in fellowship with Him. Amen. He needs to be Lord of our lives, and uh, you can, we can't make Him Lord. He already is Lord. We just got to be obedient and doing what He wants us to. Amen. So, I don't, I don't know about you, but I want God to use me. I would hope everybody here wants God to use them. Now, there's nothing greater than being used, uh, used for Him. So, but as long as we do, uh, our, as long as we're doing for His honor and His glory, and as long as He gets the glory, that's all that matters. Amen. So I pray that we all stay usable, stay uh, and uh, keep God first. Amen. Note, notice uh, Matthew chapter 7. Uh, let's look at another first here in the Bible. Matthew chapter 7. It says 1 through 5. It says, Judge not that you be not judged, for with what judgment you judge, you shall be judged, and with what measure you meet, it shall be measured to you again. And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye, but considerest not the beam that is in thine own eye? Or how wilt thou say to thy brother, Let me pull out the mote of, out, of out of thine eye, and behold, a beam is in thine own eye? Thou hypocrite, first, and here's, here's our word again, first cast out the beam out of thine own eye, and then thou shalt see clearly to cast out the mote out of thy brother's eye. So, uh, for sake of time, we're going to go through some of these fairly quickly. But we see here that first, we need to deal with our own selves before we can start dealing with others. Amen. So, uh, we, need, we need to make sure that we're right with God before we can try and help, uh, help our brothers uh, be right as well. Amen. While, uh, let's see. While... Uh, Oftentimes we are too busy. We too busy living our life. I think to uh, to to do the things that we want to do. Um, but we need to take take a moment and get our get things right. Amen. Uh, we we instead we spend our time trying to. Uh, we try to hide and cover up our sin. Uh, sad to say, but we we do as a people, uh, as a whole. But. Uh, 
we we try to hide our sin and we try we try to hide it from our spouses or our family, our friends, or co-workers, and uh, we try to cover it up. But there's one in heaven that he he can see it all, and we need to make sure that we 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 don't hold it. We don't keep it from Him, even though He knows we need to confess it to Him and get right. Amen. I'll even say this. If, there's no, if there hasn't been a change in your life, then as most preachers say, I doubt you got in. But I would hope if you're saved, then there's a change in your life. Amen. There should be. Matthew, Matthew chapter 8. Let's look at another first. I enjoyed doing, uh, doing this study, uh, but I hope I'm explaining everything the best I can. But Matthew chapter 8, verse 21, it says, And another of his disciples said unto him, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. But Jesus said unto him, Follow me, and let the dead bury the dead. So it's, it's first, and we need to keep in mind, it's first what Christ wants. And, uh, and I, uh, from this verse, uh, we see that those... Uh, those uh, that those those that are lost will always say, "I need to be saved." They know they need to be saved, but they'll they'll put they'll say, "But let me first do this." And we hear that time and time again. We try to uh, reach others, but they they say, "Let me do this first. But in reality, they need to get right because right and saved then, because they might not live tomorrow. We're not guaranteed tomorrow. And oftentimes, Christians will say, "We want to serve the Lord, but first, let me do this." And that's not right either. We need to keep keep our keep our lives right. Amen. Christ always, 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 always should be first. Amen. Second Corinthians uh, six two. I want to read that one. Second Corinthians six two. It says, For he saith, I have heard thee in time, accepted, and in the day of salvation have I succored thee. Behold, now is accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Popular verse, but today is the day of salvation. Not tomorrow, but today. Amen. And it's a matter of, it's a matter of what's a priority in our life. Uh, and we need to make sure that our priorities are correct. Amen. Matthew, uh, Matthew chapter 10. I'm almost done, I promise. i got two more. That I want to get to you. Matthew chapter 10, verse 37. It says, He that loveth uh, father or mother, mother more than me is not worthy of me, and he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Uh, verse 38 And he that taketh not his uh, cross and followeth after me is not worthy of me. He that findeth his life shall lose it, and he that loseth his life shall find it. Uh, just make mention a little bit about this, but make sure Christ has proper place in our lives. Uh, and, and according to this verse, he, come, he comes to before our families. He should be first. We always, we, a preacher will preach that Christ, God is first, then the husband, then the wife, then the kids. Amen. That's the order. That, I mean, God should be first. Amen. Matthew chapter 22 22 verse, uh, that's chapter 25, 22 verse 37, it says, Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. Verse 38, notice, it says, This is the first and great commandment. 
So it's with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind. We, that, that, to me, it sounds like we're a little bit of a sacrifice in Romans chapter 12, verse 1. And we can quote that verse, uh, but for some reason it has slipped my mind. Amen. But Romans chapter 12, verse 1, very popular verse as always, but... Uh, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, a holy, acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. Amen. So uh, we, we are going to have to do some sacrificing if we're going to want to serve Him. Amen. Last one, I promise. Matthew chapter 23. Chapter 23, verse 25. It says, Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye make clean the outside of the cup and of the platter, but within they are full of extortion excess. Thou blind Pharisee, cleanse first that which is within the cup and platter, that the outside of them may be clean also. So we, we, we see here that first we need to make sure our, the inside is clean. Amen. And if we do that to our lives, that sounds like we can start to be revived in our lives. Amen. We can get revival. If we make sure we're clean, uh, then God will take care of the rest. So we, we get God will get the inside clean and the outside should change on its own. Amen. Uh, so let's make sure that our inside is clean. Amen. And that way God can use us for His honor, for His glory, and, that, and, and through it all, as long as God gets the glory. Amen. So we need to stop. We need to stop worrying about what other people think of us, and what, and start being concerned about what God thinks, and make sure we get right. Amen. So I'll close with this with this little saying. It says, uh, "I wrote, are there some things in your life that we need to adjust?" I would, I, if we're all honest with ourselves, we could adjust some things in our lives to where we can put God first more. And, and I hope I hope you would think about those things. But uh, we we need to make sure that God is first. Amen. And if there is anything in your life that does need to have a look at, we, I pray that we do so. But Lord, we, we, we appreciate your attention. Thank you for being here. Let's pray. Our Father, we, we love you. We thank you for your word. And we pray, Father Lord, that you will, uh, something that was said may be of uh, help to somebody. And I pray, Father Lord, that you help us, help everyone to realize that uh, just, just to seek you first, Father Lord, that's what I was trying to get across. And I pray that uh, some examples in the Bible were, uh, were, were looked at and uh, considered. But Father, we pray, Lord, that you will use us for your honor, for your glory. Help us, Father Lord, to be an example of believers, Lord. And I pray that you help us to, this church to uh, do great and mighty things for you and uh, as you see fit, Lord. And we pray for our pastor as, and you bring him home safely. And I pray, Father Lord, that you will use us and continue to help us to grow. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Thank you for making us part of your day. We would love to hear from you. Please find us on Facebook or at our website, bbclexington.com. <laughs>